It just occurred to me that I didn't give you guys any updates on the knowledge management seminar that I attended, I think that was two weeks ago, with the Box Office Incubator. Now, for those of you who are new to the podcast, Box Office Incubator is one of those tech hubs in Abuja that I've been spending some time uh, with, or rather spending some time around recently. And that's because the founder of the incubator, Doing, and I have some plans for 2022 where we're going to come up with uh, material that is greatly needed for people in the entrepreneurial community. And that's because in the entrepreneurial community, um, at least in Abuja and Lagos anyway, people focus on all sorts of things that entrepreneurs and um, self-employed people need to succeed in business, including knowledge management, like the last program that um, we attended, uh, risk management, uh, raising funds, presentation, uh, what else, confidence. Um, People talk about all things and everything under the sun that you need to succeed in business except for the skill of selling, which in my own opinion is the most important and I guess is the most primordial skill um, that you need to succeed in business. Because if we're going to assume that money is the lifeblood of the business, then in a way your sales and your marketing ability has to be the very beating heart of the organization. And so if we don't have um, blood flowing through the organization in the first place, then um, all these other things are going to come to naught. And so, um, yeah, so keep your eyes peeled for 2022 uh, and some of the wonderful stuff that um, doing of uh, box, um, box office um, incubator and I um, have planned for 2022. I'll keep you guys updated as uh, we roll out the um, programs, the lectures and whatever formats uh, this thing are going to, uh, these, um, uh, that the series of lectures is going to take. Most likely it's going to be hosted on their Instagram handle as well. And I'll try to get the video files so that I can have them on the on the sales conversation Instagram handle. That's where I um, post and write about stuff um, sales related and also things that we talk about over here on the podcast. I'm not going to rip the audio uh, audio sessions I'm not going to read the audio from those sessions because um, those are going to be long sessions, maybe an hour or two hours, and that is beyond what uh, we've allocated for the podcast because I'm trying to keep things down to about 10, maybe 15 minutes, 20 minutes max because, you know, we all have busy lives and I um, make these podcast episodes, <coughs> excuse me, I make these recordings almost, um, let's say, five days a week, so I'd like to keep your uh, time com- commitment down to um, a minimum. Yeah, let me put it that way. Okay, so uh, that's one about Box Office Hub. So the last um, session that I attended with them, um, I just went through because I like to see the other speakers that are there in the ecosystem and also find out what they're about. (coughs) Excuse me. Find out what they're about so that I can, uh, when I start talking about sales with them, I can align my... (coughs) So excuse me. Still haven't fully recovered from the cold yet. So that when we start... uh, when I start talking with them, I can align the sales message to um, things that uh, previous guests have already spoken about and keep things within the same vein, within the same um, business philosophy. So on the session on knowledge management, um, I didn't catch that from the beginning. Um, the person who spoke there is also one of us. He's the, I think his name is Sheung also. He's the uh, lead photographer of uh, Cognito Studios. 
So um, I don't know if they've left the wedding space because there was a time that they were quite big in the wedding space here in Abuja, or at least they were gaining some traction. But I've noticed that they seem to be involved in um, uh, other stuff, much more corporate type um, activities. Well, let me just assume they're still involved in the wedding industry. So he is one of us and he spoke about uh, knowledge management. I was surprised to find out that he has a uh, medical background. So I'm beginning to wonder, is there anybody in the event industry, at least in Abuja anyway, who has a proper event um, industry background, um, at least from an academic point of view? Because I know that uh, there's some university in Ireland that offers a course on event management. And one of the more older uh, event professionals that I met in, uh, when I first came to Abuja, I know she studied that course. And I have another friend, uh, that's Omotala of Corban Events, who is currently, okay, yes, this is November. So she's currently um, off in Ireland, I think, uh, doing the same course. So apart from both of them who have professional uh, rather academic backgrounds in it. I'm beginning to wonder if um, there's anybody else or the rest of us just happen to come in from um, other professions. So anyway, so um, I'm sure that before I came, he spoke about the importance of knowledge management. I'll get those details later so I can share on the podcast. And um, so at the point that I caught the presentation, he was talking about um, coming up with a knowledge map that is important to map out um, all the things that you know and uh, your deficits, all the things that you think you will need to know to take you where it is that you are heading. So obviously, on this podcast, since we talk a lot about <coughs> sales and personal selling, <coughs> so excuse me, sales and personal selling and um, how to grow our, our bottom line, I guess uh, our knowledge map and the deficits will uh, probably revolve around um, those sorts of things. This is what I know about selling. Um, I assume selling is going to uh, help me achieve these goals by growing by um, X percentage or X amounts and these are the deficits, these are the things that I need to know. He also spoke about different kinds of knowledge, that knowledge can be explicit or it can be tacit. The explicit knowledge of course is all the knowledge that we bring in our noggin, the one that everybody has um, because it's your um, course of study or it's your uh, preferred um, what will I say, avenue of interest, like me, I'm interested in sales, although I didn't, um, I'm not an MBA. Okay, well, I do have a diploma in business management. So, um, okay, yeah, so I guess that counts. So, uh, explicit knowledge, basically, is all that knowledge that we have explicitly acquired, and we know um, that it is uh, locked up in our brains. And then there is the tacit knowledge, which is all that knowledge that we get from a, um, because it's relational or it's environmental. For instance, things that may have I may have picked up from uh, my parents because my mom is a retired public relations executive and my father was in uh, journalism. He was a journalist with the NTA and then later on he moved into, I guess, what you would call um, government propaganda, if you can put it that way. He was with the National Orientation Agency, uh, part of a spin-off of the Ministry of Information, I think. Well, at least back in those days when we were kids anyway, it was sort of like a spin-off. Um, yeah, so anyway, so since I'm the, uh, the child of um, former uh, communications professionals, so there may have been some things that I picked up because of conversations, um, you know, in the living room that they must have been having, or maybe in the car or things that they were working on. So we do have that information that we pick up as well or like for instance those of you who are listeners to the podcast and because you've been hanging out with me for the last year 
you now kind of tacitly pick up some information um, as well. So, uh, yeah, so basically, just want to let us know that we should be aware that not all knowledge is um, explicit. We pick up some things tacitly um, as well. And um, the final recommendation for the day basically was to package your learning into a shareable format. You should codify your learning, put it in writing, and then share. The main reason why you should share with your employees, obviously, is so that um, it will be able to grow your business. And that is something I've spoken about on the podcast, how sales is a, uh, is a learnable process, is question-driven, and it involves simple frameworks. And that we ought to learn these frameworks, put them in writing, and then leave them behind for our employees. Because if we don't do that, each time they go out to sell, or each time they're interacting with potential customers, they'll be trying to freestyle. And freestyling does not give you... Um, it doesn't give you guaranteed, uh, consistent, repeatable results over the long term. So if you give them a format, you bring them up to speed, let them in on this is the philosophy and this is how you do it, then you put yourself, um, you increase your odds and then uh, you increase um, their batting um, their batting average. And you're going to be able to track progress and uh, if things are not working out, you know where to tweak it and how to move things along. So that's why you should codify your knowledge and then share with your employees and so obviously uh, people do that at least in nigeria anyway you know the whole thing around sops standard operating um, procedures you know most uh, management consultants that you run into in um, abuja or people who talk about stuff like that sorry not abuja nigeria or people who talk about things like that over on instagram is one of the things that they will talk about you need to have a standard operating procedure so that everybody knows how things are done People in the accounts department need to know this is how things are done. People in sales need to know this is how things are done. People in marketing need to know this is how things are done. And people in corporate affairs or PR or whatever, they also know that need to know that this is how we run things within the um, organization. And then he added a really interesting perspective. And uh, that is that when you um, have done all these things and you've codified the knowledge that you have, you should also share it externally so that you will increase your thought um, your thought leadership. So um, that is something that wedding photographers already do um, quite well because there are lots of wedding photographers, uh, Lagos, Abuja. Uh, there's this cat in Port Harcourt, I can't remember his name right now. But they put out lots of videos. This is how you shoot. This is how you make a book. This is how you compose. Uh, this is how you frame. This is how you do high frequency retouching. Um, you know, all kinds of things. And so um, wedding photographers particularly are very good at establishing uh, thought leadership and um, uh, credibility when it comes to these sorts of things because they not only um, learn stuff, but they package it, they codify it, and they put it out there in the world, whether it's on um, YouTube or Medium, like I am doing. I do all my writing on sales on uh, Medium and Instagram, although I'm thinking of putting up a blog on Google as well. Just so I can get some Google juice, some um, SEO uh, benefits, because I'm not sure if Google, uh, I'm not sure if Google um, takes into account stuff that is published on uh, Medium and all those other kinds of um, sites, Medium, Twitter, and on and on. Yeah, so that's something that the rest of you guys ought to try and do as well, because wedding photographers do this routinely, they do this well. So the rest of you cake artists, y'all should get into the action as well. Um, associate that I've spoken about on the podcast time and time again. Uh, gosh, what's her name? I can't remember. 
Ah, uh, boy. Anyway, it'll come back to me, hopefully. Um, she has set up an, uh, an Instagram handle. She just got married um, recently, and she got married to a videographer. And since then, the uh, the quality of her content game has really stepped up. Photographs on point, YouTube videos on point. So she's putting out um, lots of stuff. And if they're able to maintain this um, consistently, that's posting um, weekly like they do. They should be able to build up um, thought leadership in uh, that regard. Apart from it being nice, um, useful learning resources for um, uh, you know her fans and people who might want to um, work with her in the future. So yes, that's an added benefit. And all of these things that we've spoken about now fall into the interesting purview of knowledge management. So, like I said, it's one of the things that is important in trying to build a business, risk management that we spoke about before, knowledge management that we're talking about now. But I still maintain that, of course, um, Naira and Kobo, dollars and pounds and yen uh, and lira, that is pretty much the lifeblood of whatever it is that we do. Oh, yeah, and ruble. Let's not leave out the Russians. At least I think the Russian currency is the ruble. If I'm wrong, please, gentle listener, uh, shoot me an email, shoot me a message, let me know. So, yeah, so that's it. Currency basically is behind what it is uh, that we do. And so we ought to make sure that at the foundation of everything, we need to take selling and personal sales seriously. And it's only when we get some traction going that we can start worrying about all this um, other uh, fancy stuff. But when you do um, start uh, experimenting with knowledge management and uh, trying to learn some more about that, these are some of the things that you have to um, put your mind to when you're trying to put your house in order at least as far as knowledge management, getting your SOPs and trying to establish uh, some uh, thought leadership. So thank you very much for listening to the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry podcast. I'm your host, Abuja-based business consultant, Tavishima Ayede. Thank you very much for your time. I will catch you guys at the next recording.